Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 122 of Getting It Out Podcast. That was Hellbent from Essex, What, Maryland um, with Roots. That's uh, That was a cool song. I just listened to it twice, twice in a row on my end. Almost decided to play it twice in a row for you, but you wouldn't understand that unless I said I was going to play it twice in a row. You know what? No, we're not going to play it twice in a row, but I did enjoy it. It, it deserves a second listen, and uh, you know I've heard the rest of the record, and that also deserves several listens. So, uh Big ups. To, I don't talk like that. Good, um, good job to Hellbent from Essex, Maryland. Um, that's right right outside of Baltimore. It's actually the same place as Dundalk, but, um, you know, there's this weird thing where they don't like to admit that. But, um, yeah, so so check that out. That, that, that record comes out June 6th. I'm not sure what it's called or what label's putting it out, if any, at all. But uh, be on the lookout for Hellbent. Um, drastic improvement from their last their last album. I forget what the last album was called. Sorry, don't got this shit stored in my head like some might think I do. If you want to check them out, um, look them up on, uh, I don't know, Instagram, at hellbent.mdhc. There you go. So there. Uh, as always, this one was sent in. And um, uh, I encourage, encourage you, the listeners, if you've got music, I don't give a fuck what kind of music. Send it in. I'll check it out, and I'll most likely play it on the show. So, uh, shout out to Jared, by the way, from Hellbent. Uh, and I was friends with his brother. Still am friends with his brother. And uh, way back in the day, uh, in the day, all right, about ten years ago, I remember taking him with us to uh, see Slapshot in D.C. So, uh, so Jared, despite his young age, uh, he's been down for a while. That's street cred, baby. Jared's got street cred, especially in Baltimore. Unfortunately, in Essex too. Um, Dundalk as well by default. Anyway, let's get into this episode. What's happening on this episode? Well, this episode, um, it, it was it was was preordained. Is that the correct is that the correct word? I got to look it up. Yes, preordained way back in uh, 2018, December of 2018, on episode 47. Okay, stay stick with me. Episode 47, December something of 2018. Uh, that's when I had Steve Fisher from. Uh, Steel Nation, Pennsylvania Hardcore's own Steel Nation, and uh, he he said at the time, "I'll come back for episode 122." Now at the time, 122 was pretty far out of reach, and uh, and it didn't even seem like maybe that would happen because who knew who who knew that I was actually going to stick with it? Well, I did, and uh, rather than have Steve on himself, he had some obligations; he couldn't do it. Uh, I had the whole rest of the band, so. Episode 47 features Steve Fisher of Steel Nation. Episode uh, 122 features the rest of Steel Nation. That's Ethan, Alex, and Neil, for those who don't know. Um, I do know their last names, but it's a secret. 
It's not really a secret. It's just no point that you have them. All right. So, so Ethan, Alex, and Neil joined me for this episode, and uh, we talked about Steel Nation and uh, hardcore and sports, like, 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 uh, like we do. So let's get into that episode first. Though we're still doing the bad intro, still doing the worst intro in podcast history. Um, let's just let's do it. Dark. I started doing a podcast I thought I found my calling But there's something more There's a little something more I think I can reach into I got a little more in me I need to get it out Just like the podcast It's Getting It Out rap song From the Getting It Out podcast And it feels powerful I think you feel it too I think you feel it too But there's certain things that need to be said Because I was thinking about it a lot lately What exactly was I was thinking about? I'll have to break it down here, just a little bit for you. I was sitting at home trying to relax when I realized a podcast needs a rap. It sound way better with they thought back, but I gotta spit quick on these Amish cats. For big horns of shit on rumble strips. Zep sits back with a hundred kids, but I know how shallow that gene pool is. So what did he do with his cripple pin? How do you tell the time at night when the sun don't shine on the dial bright? While Von Scott lives the hard rock life, singing on the streets underneath the lights. I got grocery lists of shit I don't like. Gonna run them by old bike on ice and like cops step a day with the butt drug tips. This podcast will flip your lids. So that's what I sing about on the song for the podcast. It's getting it Here I am, back again, episode 121, as I said in the intro, and as you should remember, you should have this marked on your calendar. You should remember the episode numbers so I don't have to say them to you. That'd be really convenient for me, and I'd never notice, though I wouldn't, so don't worry. Don't do it. You know, it's like it's like the thought I have all the time, all the time. I have this thought all the time. Anytime I'm out in public and I see a pile of dog poo, and I think, why didn't that person pick that up? And I get angry at them for that brief second, but then I know... I know that I would have left it there too. And I understand because picking up shit is for nerds. And uh, it always has been. And I established that many years ago. And I stand by, I stand behind that. Um, I'm not picking up, I'm not picking up anybody's poop. All right. And in, in any situation, my kids are too old for that now. I'm out, I'm out, I'm out of the poop picking up business. I'm never getting a dog. Uh, we don't need that. Uh, this, the kids ask for dogs all the time. They ask for any kind of dog. I think they'll take, and they take anything. Now, I think they take one with three legs at this point, but they won't get it because that means uh, there has to be pooper scoopers. And I myself am not a pooper scooper because I am not a nerd, at least not publicly. I'm not going to admit to that. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, but what is what's up with dogs? What's <laughs> what's the deal with dogs? Huh? You know, I don't know. Um, so. So I told you already in the intro that this episode uh, features the fellas three-fourths, let's just say three-quarters, I guess I could do, three-quarters of Steel Nation, um, who are a Pennsylvania hardcore band, a band that I've I've been been able to watch the their entire existence for the most part. I think I, I, I think I was there very early on. If you go back to episode 47, which I encourage you to do, uh, and listen to uh, Steve and I talk, we did a little. We definitely did more of the history of Steel Nation from their first singer, who I forget his name, uh, to their second singer Pat, who was a good friend of mine for a while, and uh, then then they then they went no singer. Well, two singers. Then they went to their current situation, where where both Neil and uh, and Steve share vocal duties and still play instruments, and uh, that's it. That's that's the way that it's, it's been since then, and they've been uh, evolving at their own speed and pace and turning into uh, uh, quite a different hardcore band, a lot different than the stuff that you hear out there these days. And I think that's pretty damn cool. Um, not many bands can say that they uh, that they stuck around for as long as they have at this point. Fifteen years, fifteen years for a hardcore band. I've, I've, I've spoke about this before. Fifteen years for a hardcore band is a really long time. That's uh, that's like that's they should do hardcore band years should be like dog years. 
uh, you make it one year now because one year doesn't make sense. Let's say, let's say for hardcore band years are like they, they count for three years. In, in human years, they're three human years or <laughs> the other way around, however it makes sense. Um, so let's say it's been 45 years for Steel Nation and uh, they've barely aged. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, naturally uh, any conversation with these guys is going to end up talking about sports. If you're, uh, if you're not familiar, Steel Nation um, is is the name that's just there's some kind of reference to these stupid Pittsburgh Steelers, um, but you know that's okay. We let we let things like that go. But anyway, I want to go over a couple of things before we get into the episode here. Um, I want to update you on gettingitout.net. Still in the works, 100% still in the works. Still still getting things done. Still working behind the scenes. Literally, there's literally behind the scenes work. Um, because there is no scene, so anything that we do, you can't see. So you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, still working on articles, writing stuff down, getting it out. Getting it out is uh, is a struggle, but we're gonna we're gonna do it because that's what uh, that's that's what the whole thing's about, right? So that's still to come. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, definitely, I'm gonna make you aware. So don't worry. Um, so I think one of the latest things that I've seen that's impacting uh, people around me in my my world, my my. I consider my community is the, uh, the 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 live music venues that are struggling that people are trying to keep open. I saw the Auto Bar down in Maryland trying to trying to drum up some support. Of, I, f- I forget what they want you to vote for. There's a petition out there to sign. Uh, make sure you do that. And today I noticed uh, Club Reverb in Reading, Reading, Pennsylvania, which is run by Chris Mahmood of uh, Mushmouth, carried by Six. Uh, I think he was in Box Cutter. Uh, anyway, good guy uh, and uh, and 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 good businessman, but you know, what the fuck are they supposed to do at this moment? So there's a GoFundMe that's been set up to help a club reverb specifically. Um, you can find that uh, if you go look at the uh, Getting It Out pages anywhere. It should be on the Instagram, should be on Facebook, uh, link in bio probably, um, but go there, help out, do what you can. And if you can't, we get it. There's people that are, that are hurting from this whole thing, right? Some of us are, some of us aren't. Um, Personally, I, I, and I spoke about this with the Steel Nation guys who are here, I haven't really been negatively affected by this. So I, I don't think I have the right to speak on who does and doesn't need help because what the fuck do I know, right? I'm, I'm, I'm a little too privileged in this situation. So that's that's where I'm at. But uh, help out the people who need help. And if you don't want to help them, just keep your fucking mouth shut about it, all right? You douchebag, we can do that, right? You don't have to be a loud mouth idiot. I mean, you can be, but we know, right? That's the thing. Like people, do people that go on the internet and act like loudmouth idiots, do they do they think that people don't think like that? Like just because they're not telling you you're a loudmouth idiot doesn't mean you're not. I mean, but I guess we're trying to be the better, better person and not bring it to your attention. But don't worry, I'm not a very good person. So I'll try to bring it to your attention if I get the chance. Anyway, what else is happening here? I think, uh, I think my family is retiring from social distancing. I mean, I don't think we're actually going to actively do anything, but I think we've given it up. We're, we're telling people, if you want to come over here to our house, then you you can come hang out in our yard. <laughs> you can come hang out in our yard. It's the same It's the same kind of concept we have for people normally when they visit. If they bring a dog, their dog can hang out in our yard. But now, you can be like your dog and you can hang out in our yard. That's our new, that's our new setup. Um, so... So that's good. Other big news is that we keep finding bird heads around our property. Yeah, some animal, probably a cat, probably many cats, are out here decapitating birds um, in and around our yard. And um, I'm okay with it. The birds annoy me too, but I think it's a little bit of overkill to go go around chopping their heads off, especially if you're using your mouth to do it. I'm not going to do that, but um, I guess that's their prerogative. So anyway, I saw this. I saw this cat the other day. He came walking. Right up to my, uh, right up to, to to our front steps, and he just took a piss on the one flower, and then he walked away like he owned the place. And I could tell, and I told my wife he has a gay tail, and she thought I was I was making some kind of derogatory remark about this cat. Like I thought this cat had a lot of sassy sassiness in his walk. I didn't think that he had a he had a curled up tail. It's called a gay tail, and I googled it to prove it because my mom had a dog that also had a gay tail, and uh, <laughs> and. And, and that's just what it's called. And there's nothing wrong with that, all right? If that's the way the tail wants to be, then you let the tail be that way. You can't straighten out. You can't make a gay tail straight. It's curls. It curls up on top of their butt, and that's just the way it is. That's the life of a gay tail. And if you have a, something negative to say about that, well, I think you need to check yourself. So I want to thank the people who have been sending in music 
to Dan at gettingitout.net. I've had a lot of submissions lately. I'm going to play another one here in a minute, but um, I want to always, always encourage you to send in, send in your tracks. And even more so now, if you're just, if you're going to send in tracks, just send your whole, send an MP3, probably a zip file of your entire record. And we'll just do a review for you. We'll do a review for you. We'll get that on the site. We'll play your song on the podcast. We'll get you as much coverage as possible. And that that is uh, that is that is that no that is at no cost. Now, if you want to run ads, then you, then you got to talk to me. But until then, um, you know, just just send your stuff in. Let's get you let's get you you and your band some free promotion. Even if it kind of stinks, we'll help you out a little bit. All right, don't be shy. Uh, send your stuff in to Getting It Out Podcast. Wait, no, not Getting It Out Podcast at gmail.com. Don't send it to that email address. I shouldn't even said it. You should send it to Dan at gettingitout.net. Actually, you send it to the other one. It still exists. I can get them. But the one I'm checking is Dan at gettingitout.net. D-A-N at gettingitout.net. Okay, so I only have one new Steel Nation song to share with you. One newer Steel Nation song to share with you this week. So um, I'm going to pick one that I like from their past. This one's called Odysseus. It, I believe I think it was on the split they did with Crucify, but it was definitely on their LP Forever Wounded. So here's Odysseus and then my conversation with Ethan, Neil, and Alex from Steel Nation. surprised how not not very easy for tons of people well what's up gentlemen all right well yeah we're good to go i don't don't know if you know how how this works exactly but we just kind of start talking (laughs) sounds good how's it going dan (laughs) it's 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 going really well um i don't know about you guys uh but this whole uh social distancing thing is kind of perfect for me uh I, I haven't i haven't had to go into work for well i went in one one day for about for about two months now i'm still working but you know, I don't gotta actually be there. So, so I, so I can say like my house hasn't really been affected by it negatively at all because we both still get to work and we don't have to go anywhere. So, so what the fuck do I care? You know, other than the fact that I gotta be a school teacher now, mostly my wife does, but I gotta be around while my wife is a school teacher, and that shit's that shit's frustrating as hell. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I, I'm I'm actually not working, but I'm still getting paid. Yeah, but yeah, I, I have to homeschool the kids and all that kind of stuff, and it it's, well, how, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, how old are you kids? Uh, my oldest is nine and my youngest is seven. Okay. So we're somewhat, so. somewhat in the same area. My, my, my youngest, my, well, my daughter will be, uh, she'll be seven in June and, uh, my stepdaughter's 13. So she's really, we don't got to do shit for her. She can figure it all out on her own, you know, but the, the seven year old and she, she, she goes to school in Philly, but she's here every other week. Now, now that this thing has happened, I actually get more time with my kid, which is great. Um, yeah. So, but, but still the amount of schoolwork for a fucking first grader is insane. It is insane. No, I totally agree. <laughs> and I wasn't doing anything at like what these kids are doing at all, like math wise or any. At least I don't remember it that way. But 
Oh, the math. We were just showing up. The math will make you feel stupid. Hanging out, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what about totally what about uh, the other two? You two, you, you guys working or are you just uh, hanging out? Well, I'm not. Yeah, go ahead, Alex. You can take this one for now. Nah, it's cool. Um, yeah, I'm I'm still working. I'm actually like I have to work like 50 hours plus a week at my job <laughs> right now. So, so you're getting fucked. But it's it's not. Yeah, a little bit, but it's not bad. I'm I'm getting hazard pay and stuff right now. So uh, it could be a lot worse. I'm actually like saving a lot of money right now. So there you go. That's not, not bad. too bad. That's been a funny thing about the the, the the money saving thing. We we realized we were saving a shitload of money because you know I live in Lancaster, but I work in York, so I don't got and I'm not doing that commute. Um, I used to drive to Philly every weekend. Now I'm only driving to Philly once a week, or you know once every other weekend. Uh, just gas alone. But yeah, the money savings been 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 unexpected but weird. Now, what about you, Ethan? What's your deal? Well, all the all the stuff are closed so i can't really train people but i've been like working with my clients like you know online like talking to them staying in touch so i'm making it work obviously it's not like an ideal situation but it just it is what it is so it's fine you yeah, know and yeah. my, some of my clients have been like you know taking care of me and stuff like that too so it, it's cool that's nah, not bad you know i was actually i was pleasantly surprised that my my gym Stop charging the monthly fee i thought they were just going to keep fucking loading it on for nothing but oh no yeah, my my gym stopped doing that too. They, uh, I mean, my, I get paid. I'm getting paid uh, by my clients, not not through the gym really. So they actually, you know, the gym actually hooked me up with um, a couple, like half my paycheck uh, that I'd usually get from them, and then my clients are kind of paying me individually. So uh, my gym actually did was, you know, that's pretty awesome. Like the new manager there, he's cool. Uh, he's like this strength coach from some universities and. He's always cool to talk to about, like, you know, he's down for Cape Reed and metal and stuff like yeah. that. So he's, uh, he's a cool guy. So I'm getting a little help from the gym, too, which has been nice. That's good. Good. Well, it seems like everybody's making out our, at least a little bit all right in this in this whole thing, at least in this circle. Uh, I, I, I see yeah. me and my wife talk about it every now and then where I'm, where I'm like, uh, I, don't, I don't know that I'm allowed to really have an opinion on this whole thing because it hasn't negatively affected me at all, like, in, even in the slightest. So... So I don't know, whatever. But yeah, I don't exactly. know. Exactly, that's how I feel totally. But uh, but, but that's, yeah, it's like you know, if you don't get too too badly affected by it, it's hard to really feel that it's too real. I feel especially like where I live in like rural PA, it's everyone's distance anyway, so it, it's kind of hard to really gauge it, you know. Yeah, I hear you. Well, we had uh, we had a little insight ahead of time. Uh, my wife is from is from Italy, Milan specifically, and her parents are over there right now they do six months here six months there and uh they've been there since because they can't come back so they've been like you know milan italy's been like one of the epicenters of this whole thing and they're in their 80s and 70s so so they're like you know extremely susceptible to to this whole thing so we were like Absolutely. We, we were totally aware of it um you know well before it came here uh but so we took it we took it a little more seriously than other people but i think we decided i think we have officially decided uh that we're done <laughs> Which which doesn't mean anything because I'm still not going to do anything. But like just mentally, I'm done. I'm you know I'm not I, like I'm not allowed to go to work or anything. So I I'm, I'm not going to do that. But uh, I just I've, t- I've taken it off my shoulders. I'm done. Uh, and and that's that for this house. I guess it means nothing. Nothing's different. But whatever. Let's move on to what we actually are supposed to be talking about. And that's uh, that's Steel Nation. You guys now. How long has this? How long has you have you guys been at it at this point? Fifteen years now. Like just last month, April sometime, would have been 15 years. Mm-hmm. That's a long time, especially for a hardcore band. I mean, you guys know that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think it basically works for us because we, we've always been tight. So it's it's and then kind of living far away. It's even though we don't get together often when we do, it's it's good times and stuff like that. And it never feels like pressure. So I mean, that that's that's the key to it for us. I'm 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 sure of that. Well, you guys seem like you've been at this at this uh, kind of relaxed pace for quite a few years now. And uh, every time I think is Steel Nation still around, suddenly you're still you're suddenly you're back around, which is which is nice. I like that. That's that's about the speed I'm moving at with my involvement at this point. So so it's perfect for me. But I had so I I, I wanted to have you guys on this week specifically, like specifically this week, because when I had Steve on, who coincidentally is not with us this time, um, on episode forty seven. That which which aired by the way December of 2018, they were talking about he was talking about your upcoming record which is about to come out maybe right <laughs> is that where we're at? 
Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> so, I, th- I think everything's kind of up in the air right now with all the, the shit going on. You know, it's hard to say what exactly is going to happen or when it'll be out. But we're a lot closer than we uh, we have been with it coming out. Let's well, good. I mean, it's only been a year and a half, so it's not like you know any significant amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, back to it, only a year and a half since since that conversation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, but what, what? All right. So, so your your new record is going to be called "The Big Sleep," as I understand, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's Knives Out Records, which is, that's like a French record, right? Yeah, it is. Okay, I was just looking at their shit, and I've seen their stuff before, and I I see they do like these these really intricate pi- picture discs, which is very strange. I've never seen anything like that, but it's it's kind of cool looking. Uh, but how did you how did you get hooked up with with the French record label? Well. Um, we didn't, I kind of talked to them in the past about doing a split with us and our friend's band from Thin and Vault, because they did, they'd been working with, uh, they'd worked with a handful of bands, uh, from the States and in Europe, but, uh, they did a split for Sworn Vengeance and St. Hood. Yeah. So, I don't know, I, I don't remember if, if they hit us up or, I think they may have hit us up, because they were talking with, you know, the band Vault from Finland about maybe doing a split and something like got brought up. So years back, we kind of like threw around that idea, but we didn't really have any songs ready, uh, neither did Vault. And then once we we had this record recorded, and, um, you know, I, I sent it out to some people to see if they would think and the timing was right for some other labels. And I just, I just, I just hit up Knives Out and I was like, yo, like, uh, you want to check out our record? And, you know, who's into it? And it, it just kind of went from there. Oh, nice. So this is, you guys have worked with, uh, with a, a couple of, a few record labels at this point. I mean, early on was 8389, there was Double or Nothing. What else was there? Yeah. Harm Reduction, was that one, that was one of them? Um, yeah, that was. So, so this time, I guess it, does it, does it make a difference when you're dealing with a, with an international label like that? I guess we're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I, for, for us, like, I feel like already, in some respects, even with how things are delayed with the pressing and stuff, they've uh, they've helped promote and things like that more than maybe we have gotten on on some certain deals and stuff like that, like early on. So that's a good sign. Yeah, but it's really hard to tell. Like, I, I, I can't. I, I don't really have a good feel for it, but I, I do feel I feel good about it. Like they seem to be putting putting their their work into it early on, at least. So it's a good. That's a good thing to me. For sure. Well, yeah, and, and uh, what, what, from from my perspective, what I've been surprised by is that there there is even a push from you or them without uh, without a definite release date on this. But um, but I think it's good. I mean, it's it's good to let people know that that something's coming. And you put out uh, too many times. Well, there's been like a, it's been a little over a month at this point, hasn't it? Yeah, I guess it would have been a month ago. Yeah, about that we put it out, and um, I mean. That was, that was one of those ones where that was kind of like we were kind of between a few songs. I mean, we maybe wanted to put out and they wanted to do that little uh, art video with it, and that's the one we decided to go with. And so far, so good, I guess. I mean, yeah. How do you how do you guys feel the the feedback's been so far? We don't ever get a ton of feedback, but uh, <laughs> uh, I've, you know, it, it's just how it is. But like, I mean, I, I've heard good things from people, you know, and stuff. So it's hard it's hard to say, but. Well, what's so? How much of uh, so, 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 so? Too many times is the only song I've heard too. So, um, how much of this? How much of the big sleep sounds like too many times? You there, Al? I'm here. <laughs> I mean, I'd say that you know, like I kind of feel like all of our albums. There's not one one song doesn't kind of define the whole album. I don't think we were a band that writes the same song, you know, ten, twelve times and puts it on an album. So, I kind of feel like that this the big sleep is just kind of represents, you know, kind of how our music is kind of progressing and everything. But I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say that the whole album just sounds like that song. I, I still think it's, you know, when you get a steel nation album, you get, you get a little bit of everything on there. So I kind of feel that this album is going to be the same as our others, but you know, a, a step in the, like kind of like a, like a new direction where we're not writing the same album over again. Right. And I think yeah, the whole probably- thing, yeah, I think the whole thing sound the whole thing uh, you've got or your whole discography so far seems to have been uh, a pretty natural progression and uh, like like you know this is a, a simple evo- not a simple in a bad way but a simple evolution of of your sound and I, that's what I, I'm hearing that just on this song. Yeah, that's that's kind of what we try to do. Like um, like 
we I feel like we have so many different like influences that we want to work into things and stuff like that but you kind of just maybe like the idea is outside of the box but we try and keep it make it sound steel nation you know it could be any just little things we do in the songwriting and things like that just try and keep it fresh but and and push the sound and try and incorporate some other things that we haven't done before and stuff like that and just keep it interesting for ourselves mainly i mean that's that's really that's the fun part is coming up with some of the stuff and and just doing things that you've always kind of wanted to do with a song or something like that so that's mainly how we just try and and work with our songwriting process and that is there is there any like a like ambitious thing that people wouldn't expect you to want to roll into the sound of steel nation that you tried on this record uh i i mean i think i feel like every every album we kind of try to push things with the vocals a little more and and there's definitely some things on there that um that we have never done before like steve does some some harmonizing and things like that on some like singing vocal parts that's definitely something we haven't done before and and uh it's pretty wild and stuff like that. So maybe people would be, be stoked to check that out. But yeah, Steve's like, he's one of these people. He's actually got, um, he's, he's actually a musician. I would call it <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you don't always find that, but like he's for real, he can, uh, sing a line, step back, think about it and then sing a harmony to it. I don't know anyone else like that personally, but it's pretty wild to see like in a hardcore setting too. So I'm pretty excited about everything like that. That's, a kind of a progression and things like you know that 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 stuff gets me excited to see and i like working with people who can do stuff like that it's pretty cool so yeah that that the, the just the fucking people being musicians uh like the fact that like all four of you guys obviously are musicians uh with with pretty good ability but like all right somebody from like me who literally has no musical ability at all and uh and all they all i do is talk to people about theirs um the the fucking like I, I i'm not kidding when i say i'm not even sure that i know what the word harmony means and like so for other people to be able to to, to to do it like i think i know what it means but i don't fucking i don't i don't yeah I'm, I'm absolutely pretty clueless guys i don't know if you've ever noticed that but i'm i'm kind of just skating by but uh uh yeah so so i like i fucking talk to people who who are like yeah i'm gonna write this all right good example i don't know if you heard this band out of atlanta living fear but i I really like them they're called living in fear um and it's just it's just one guy on on the records and it's like total like it was kind of like chromag's worship but it's fucking awesome and uh it's just it's just one fucking dude and yeah it's it's i don't know it's just impressive to to that people like yourselves can actually put this shit together and continue writing music um why like so so you mentioned you guys all kind of live you guys all pretty much live in separate areas of pennsylvania right yeah yeah and at this point I, I mean i don't know where any of you guys are at, at now um but whatever it doesn't that, that's that's irrelevant um but do you guys actually still get together for practices or is this just kind of you guys write shit send it to each other and you know work songs out that way well um Right before the quarantine happened, I guess kind of before the holidays, we were kind of on a more regular jamming schedule than than we had been, trying to get some of the the new stuff that we have for the album, like ready to play live and stuff whenever that was going to happen. So it kind of goes in waves. Like we've we've definitely gone times where we didn't really have a place to jam, but we kind of have that now. So um, hopefully here sometime soon we can get back to it. That would be my hope anyway. Yeah, well, it's not really worth it if you're going to kill each other, you know, accidentally, of course, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, uh, well, that's, that's a weird, t- I, I think uh, maybe even this, this delay or whatever we want to call it, it might even go in, go in your favor here because what the fuck are you going to do when the album comes out anyway um, at this point? Um, but whatever, yeah. But um, so, all right, you guys have been doing this now for 15 years. Uh, a couple records. I guess this. What, what would this be? Your third full length, official full length. Yeah, third. Third. Okay, so there's there's, a, there's at least one split out there. Um, with Crucified, right? There's the yeah. that, yep. that 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 first. Uh, well, actually, I was listening to that first the first seven inch today. Uh, but but that's also like an EP. I don't know. Whatever. Um, the, so there's you got you got plenty of records. You got plenty of experience. You guys have been in bands for years. Um. But why do you guys stay? And I know this sounds like kind of a stupid question, but what makes you guys stay in Steel Nation? Well, I know for me, it's just, you know, I, I really 
I just enjoy hanging with everyone and writing music. I feel I don't really think I could come across another group of you know guitar players that are you know playing anything close to this this kind of music. Was just you know where it's a little bit of everything going on. You know, yeah. I can talk about like yo, I got this idea. I want to play some some kind of drum beat that sounds like some shit that uh you know that would be in a Steel Pulse or Bob Marley song, and where people would be like, okay, cool, do it. You know, so I don't really think I'm ever going to come across another group of musicians like that and then still be like, oh, this this next track, I'm just going to play a double bass through the whole time. And for them to be like, yeah, that, that makes sense. So, I mean, that's, that's really what it is for me. I mean, this band's kind of everything that I like in music all in one. Yeah, it's to- totally the same thing for me. Like, uh, I mean, I, I I couldn't think of it. I, I enjoy playing with other friends and doing other projects and stuff like that. But, I mean... It's always, I, I, I'll always remember the first time that I jammed with Steve. I, I had probably been playing guitar for like a month. And uh, he, like, in, in the band that we played in before, he knew somebody mutually that was in the band and he came to a practice. And I, and I was like, oh shit, this guy can actually play music. And I didn't think they would call me back. And they did. And, and I basically have learned everything I know from playing with him. And, and, and then Ethan and Alex, I mean, I, they're just, that's just who I, I enjoy playing music with, so that's definitely why we still do. Why I still do it. I think all all fair points there. Um, yeah, it's it's. I think it like look. I've I've been in. I was in one band for maybe a year, and it sucked. I hated it. Um, so so the fact that you guys have made it fifteen years, like even I'm not even fucking friends with. Uh, well, okay, at least one of the guys, you know, like, and that was my best friend going into that band, and by the end of it, couldn't stand him. Um, so <laughs> like, like, I, I, so working with people, especially when it's, what's the bummer of it is that this all, this whole thing's supposed to be a fun thing that you all enjoy. So I'm, I'm glad that, uh, like that you guys have been able to continue doing it for fucking 15 years now. Um, but it's so, so you got this, this record, uh, the big sleep It's coming out on knives out record. Nobody knows when. Um, but it's, I've seen. Uh, I've seen a, 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 you know the artwork for it. what the fuck is what's going on there? Is that the official album artwork? Yeah, that's that's gonna be the official album artwork. What am I so looking at? The, uh, I don't know some wild some wild shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you know, Knives Out. I mean, that's kind of his thing is they just you know coming up with like wild artwork and doing the you know elaborate layouts and the uh, you know like the die cut covers and all that stuff. So that was that was all him on that one so is that so would it be um so is this thing going to get like the full treatment like the you know like a like a lp with fancy gay fold covers and and all that that's that's the plan yeah so okay. i think we'll have some, some cool stuff i know right now he's, he's a little backed up because he uh everything in paris is kind of you know well was on lockdown and coming out of it so a lot of the uh, stuff he would do would be at a like a specific shop that was shut down for a while where he had different tools and equipment that he could get to to do a lot of these cuts on like a large scale yeah so i guess that's just opening up now so we'll have a better idea about when it might be coming out but you know probably you getting all that stuff you know it's funny and like like then i'm being dead serious right now and totally ironic that this i'm i'm not kidding i just looked at my phone i just got an email as you were saying that and <laughs> it's a i uh it's a i'm not gonna say where i work but i work at a place where we do die cutting and all you know all sorts of printing stuff just to say that there has been uh, coronavirus exposure in the plant, and it's getting it's getting shut down. So, so, so it can happen. Not if good. it happened there, it can happen here. No, they'll, they'll just spray some shit around, and you know we'll get back to work, America. Um, so, how, how many songs are on this record? How much can we expect? What's that? Ten? Ten songs. Ten. Yeah, yeah. That- we recorded thirteen in the studio, and. We were going to do a split maybe at some point with the other three and put 10 on the full length. Well, that's fair. And, and the, 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 the 10, I feel like you, you, I don't do, you don't have to do 10 anymore. At some point, we started effect, uh, accepting 9 as a full length. I don't know who made that rule, but it's like when they moved, uh, when, mu- when music came out from Tuesday to Friday. You can do this now. You can go to LP with 9 songs. I'm glad you're sticking to 10, though. <laughs> the next one might be 9 or less because... For for us doing ten or thirteen songs seems like a good idea to we're about two thirds of the way through it three years <laughs> later. So. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty true. Yeah, we might be better off with like maybe even seven to eight. <laughs> well, it's a yeah. You know, I I personally love 
the album. I get I get in this conversation a lot on here. I, I I love listening to albums. I don't want or even I don't even give a fuck if it's just an EP. That's fine too. But I don't want to listen to fucking playlists and one song from a band here or there. You know all this like the, like the way they release music now. It's it's here's here's a single. Here's a single. Here's a single. And it fucking drives me nuts. I want to hear the whole album, and and then I want to basically come back to it later. But but so so I like that you got you got a lot of songs here. That's good. Yeah, we. I mean, that's. I think when we, we. I know when I write stuff, or when I'm looking at like maybe once we have half, like half the songs, you know, what what does it need, or like what type of song isn't on there, what kind of thing have we been wanting to do and talking about, like just trying to keep things fresh and, ma- and making an album, trying to give it that feel, start to finish, where it's not too redundant and things like that. That's definitely important, that, and that's why we try to. I think why we do shoot for doing full length is to try to do that and at least do our best job at trying to make like a complete album type thing. That's definitely one. That's definitely up there on, on the list of things that we try to, to accomplish for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I kind of hate setting up my drums to record. So if I'm going to record some drums, I'm going to get a couple tracks. I'm not just going to do like three or four. That would just drive me nuts. Hey, don't worry. Everybody hates when you set up your drums. Everybody hates when every drummer sets up your drums. What's taking you guys so long? What the fuck? <laughs> hey, here's another thing. All right, this has nothing to do with the drummer. Well, it kind of does, but not quite. Um, I, so I've been. I, this is the thing I was t- complaining to my wife about earlier, and she does not care. So just basically talking to the air. But um, so I, I do, I do all this shit for like I'm doing this website that goes along with the podcast. It's not out there yet, so you know you definitely don't know what I'm talking about. But um. So I have to type in all these things, and it'd be like uh, Ethan plays drums, um, uh, Neil plays guitar, Alex plays guitar, uh, Steve plays bass. But well, the thing that always bothers me is that guitar players always add an S to their instrument, like they're playing multiple guitars, and nobody else does that except for the drums. The drums are allowed to because there are multiple drums. But why do guitar players always add an S to the end of guitar like they're playing multiple guitars at one time? It doesn't make any sense to me, and that I, I realize, and I, thankfully. You guys at least know what I'm talking about, but that is my big complaint of the day: is that they just play one guitar usually at a time, uh, unless you're on some. I don't know who did that. Who was the guy in the '80s who played two guitars at a time? But oh, uh, yeah. Michelangelo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'll, but, t- I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, though. Like, if it's not too late, we'll we'll uh, maybe request that that since it bothers you so much that we'll singularize the guitar. And the liner notes <laughs> that'd be great, of, of the album. Yeah, that'd be perfect. That's the way it should be. You know, you're getting out of here like they're like overachievers playing multiple guitars every track. But yeah. Anyway, so so um so so like I said, I mentioned before that like uh, and and I think you guys would agree that you guys kind of or maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you tell me to fuck off, but you guys kind of do Steel Nation at your at your own pace. Seems to be when you when you want to do it, you do it, which I think is great. Um, is is there any plans for when this record comes out to actually get out there and tour again, or is this kind of just Steel Nation is whenever you want it to be? Might have lost. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be out on the road for 30 days anymore or anything like that. But, uh, I mean, we do. We pretty much do whatever people ask us to do, I think, like, to a fault. Yeah. What's the, what's the bit of... Yeah, bit? I mean... Go ahead. We still do, like, we'll still do weekends and things like that with, uh, you know, we still like to get out with friends bands. Like, well, you know, we're still lucky enough that people that we've had played shows with since we've started are kind of still doing things and stuff too so i mean it's like we get together and it's like old times and we'll do a weekend you know and some shows here and there we did like a weekend or two with unreal city in 2019 which was fun and definitely made us want to do more so hopefully when the album comes out we can do some more week long weekends and, and trips here and there to see people and that's that's definitely something i'm trying to do for sure but yeah, the month long tours, I don't even think I would survive that anymore, truthfully. But I don't I don't I don't I don't think anybody should do it. I think that's a I think that, I don't know. I first first I got no fucking experience with it, so all I can do is just sit on my ass and talk shit, which is my my usual. But uh yeah, the 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 idea the, I don't know. There's a thing like that I like seeing I like seeing uh, guys like yourself who are still doing these things that you were doing back when we were all way more involved. But still, I mean, you guys, don't get me wrong, you guys are way more involved than I am. Um, And that you're still doing it and still enjoying doing it. Because I I fucking hate when I see the people who are are still out there doing these fucking 30-day tours and they look like they hate it. And uh, they just sound more jaded than I do. And uh, at least you guys seem to be optimistic about Steel Nation and about 
still playing hardcore in 2020 because uh, i mean all of you at this point have to be in it for over 20 years right oh yeah absolutely and i couldn't yeah. I, I couldn't imagine playing in a hardcore band if i hated it it has to be fun that's all you know that's a weird concept but i totally understand what you're saying i i see that too and it's like you know yeah it has to be fun or what is it you know yeah yeah. How many people are making money? You know, and that type of thing. It's like, it's got it's to be for fun. It's got to be to go to see your friends and that kind of thing. So that's what we try to keep it. Well, I think you've done a, I think you've done a pretty good job with it. So when when this when this thing comes out, what are you guys most most looking forward to with the release of this record? I think, this, you know, the fact that we wrote some of these songs a long time ago, and uh, it would be cool when it's out. It would be kind of like a, I feel like a weight off of our, at least my shoulders anyways, just knowing that these songs have been sitting around, and especially recording drum tracks first way before everyone else is done it'll be just kind of nice that it's finally out people can actually hear it how yeah, long yeah, how long how long ago oh, was God, this yeah. recorded i mean i may have started i may have started my drum tracks like two years ago almost i think we yeah. finished in march of last year yeah like actually recording it and then like uh mixing it and stuff took a long time did you have who'd you have to do the, do the mixing uh, Len, the same Len, no, Carmichael, Len Carmichael, the same yeah, guy who recorded it. He's yes, he's my my birthday pal. We 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 share the same birthday, and, and I always mention this, and it doesn't matter to anybody. But I just like to throw that out there. <laughs> yes, we, right on. Um, so so you you've done a pretty good job of keeping it close to the vest, though, because I haven't heard anything, heard any of the songs uh, escaping um, your grasp, at least. So so that's good. I don't know how many people out there are trying to leak a Steel Nation album. You'd be surprised, <laughs> so. man. You'd be very surprised. There, there's a fucking there's a fucking weird thing with like okay, so I get a lot of uh, a lot of promos through through my email all the time, all right? Like every day, and it's 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 it's, it's honestly it's kind of hard to keep up with. But the thing that they do is all these agencies is they 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 watermark them. So uh, so you got to worry about you know if they, if it leaks and it has your watermark on it, then they they basically can sue you for whatever they could say like restitution or whatever the, whatever the fucking damages are and uh and it fucking happens it happens to people and it's and you don't even know how it happens somebody out there is still using soul seek apparently and uh <laughs> like i know that's the way i used to do it but i shit that's been it's been at least 15 years more than that i don't even know what a computer is anymore um so all right so guys so this record's gonna come out in uh in a date that we don't we don't really know yet um and I don't know what happens then. What is it like? So if Steel Nation, since you guys live in all these different parts of Pennsylvania, if Steel Nation. So say if Steel Nation is playing a record release show for the Big Sleep. Where's that happening? Harrisburg. Um, yeah, yeah, we still we still play yeah. Harrisburg some, and it, it's all it's always still pretty good in Harrisburg. Like we played play JB Love Drafts and places like that, and kids still come out, and and it's always it's always refreshing because it's like you never you're never too sure, but. The turnouts always seem to be good, so I would say Harrisburg probably like that. That's cool. I'm glad to hear it. I haven't been to a show there in forever, really. Honestly, probably since probably since the champ got whatever bought out. I think like the last the last time I went to a show in the Harrisburg area was probably the Wisdom and Change record release show for everything you know. So that was that's over ten years ago. Uh, but I do yeah, see that's I, crazy. I do see that that there that there are people booking shows over there i see mcs does some stuff over there uh, jb's um i see they do their own they do their own things i saw um i saw you guys playing something i think it was you guys in ben's press i mean i think it was probably a pretty while ago now but um but i'm glad to see it, it's still kicking and uh did i lose everybody hello, hello. yep no, still, I'm, I'm here. Oh, okay I'm okay sorry I, I think i dropped out um but and, and i'm surprised to see that there's 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 a decent amount of bands coming out of the area um I don't. I don't think I know very many of them at this point. But uh, you know, there's there's uh, there's some younger bands. Maybe they're not even younger. I don't fucking know. Harrisburg has always been a weird scene to me. That it's kind of seemed like it was people coming from other places. But I, I'm glad to see that there's something actually existing there. Um, and it, oh, his, hold on a second. Is JB Love Drafts? I don't remember that place. What's that's not the is that the the sketchy place where Nazis used to hang out or fake Nazis, like right on Second Street? It is like on Second awning. Street has like an awning out front i don't know and uh yeah i don't know what I, I i honestly don't even remember what it was before all the years of being down on second street till it became that i haven't been in that area in so long i probably wouldn't even recognize the place i'm talking about 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's changed a lot. We played also played a few really good shows um, just up the street from there at the Manicure. It's like a kind of like a social club. That's an upstairs thing. We played with Strength for a Reason there and some other bands a couple of times, and th- those shows have been really good too. So there's still some stuff going on. It's just it's more hit or miss than it definitely used to be ten years ago for sure. Right. Right. Yeah, but I guess that's that's to be expected. It, you know, comes in waves. Apparently, people were doing shows over here now, so I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, hard to keep up with, but I guess not really if you stay involved. Um, so, all right. So, I mean, I don't know how familiar you guys are with this thing, but I usually like to throw throw one at you that you might not be expecting. But this one you might be expecting um, because I've said it before, but it's one that I've never really gotten to the bottom of. So, I want you guys' opinion, uh, your honest opinion on this. If uh, if if there were if there's a conjoined twin, okay. So there's a conjoined twin, right? It doesn't matter, male or female. Is, is that is that one thing or two things? Same one. Mm. Have two brains. Well, yeah, I guess so. I would say two then. One and two. Yeah, I would have to go two. I would have to go two. All right, so I'm, I'm the odd one out on this one then. Because because <laughs> okay, I guess this isn't in every case, but it, sometimes they can be separated. And exist separately. I don't know. <laughs> but at at present, they are conjoined. So it's That's true. <laughs> it's one object. Yeah. So is it conjoined twin or conjoined twins? Well, I don't know. See, all right. So okay, I think the technical term now we're is conjoined into, like, twins. The guitar, guitars, kind of thing, a little bit here. Oh, right, we're also <laughs> getting into no, the better argument is scissors. We're getting into scissors. Um, oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, well, you know, a pair of scissors is is one scissor, right? But a conjoined twin, yeah. it's uh, a conjoined, I think it's a conjoined twin. I don't think you pluralize it. I think it's just a conjoined twin. Um, but I, I, my, my, my belief is that they are one thing. But, uh, like, you know, it's like a, like a plane with two engines. It's just one thing. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, guys. Hey, um, I don't know. So, so where where can people um, go to know more about Steel Nation and the Big Sleep? Because I know you guys aren't like I don't think there's like a Steel Nation Instagram or or some of the other things, right? You're not all over the place like these younger bands, are you? Well, we got we got a Facebook. I think that's what we have like a, a Bandcamp page too. So we're we're doing all right. We don't have Instagram <laughs> though, but you're not on the gram. You ain't shit. Well, I, yeah. You know the problem is like we we play these shows. And there's just like there's no there's nothing to post of us. We don't have no one ever takes pictures of us. There's hardly like any video really out out there of us. So I was like, I don't know what the hell I put on the Instagram. Honestly, <laughs> you know what's funny is that I bet there's I bet there's always or at least um, at least there's been plenty of times where you were playing shows and there's been photographers there, right? But where the fuck oh, are these pictures? Times. Where are who who are they taking them for? <laughs> because I've uh, you'll, you'll, yeah like you'll you'll see like all the other bands in the show. And then there'll be like one like picture, maybe or so, or you know, they'll, they'll, they just they decide to take a set off or something like that. So I mean, I don't know what to put on Instagram for Steel Nation unless we're just going to do like you know uh, just random shit like sports stuff and everything like that, which may be more interesting than band photos of ourselves. It would, but you guys like Pittsburgh teams, so not many people would care. <laughs> True. True, fair enough. It, Dan, what's it going to be this year? Football with no fans, no football. What do you think? Um, I, I'm still riding the high from uh, 2018, so we can cancel football. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, now that Philadelphia got the Super kinda, Bowl, I, I don't give a like shit. That, I wish that would have happened before the Patriots won their sixth. I could have let football end with the Steelers having six Lombardies and been totally <laughs> satisfied with never watching football again as long as I live. But <laughs> Tom Brady had to happen, so I guess we got to keep playing until – seven or whatever oh, you guys got a long way to go too not that not that not the Phillies in any better shape but you guys got a long way to go um the the funny, so true um I'm, I'm serious though like the ever since the Eagles won the Super Bowl I've been like it's almost like I don't care about football like I still watch every you know every Eagles game yeah. like I'm, I'm still into it but at the same time like when they're losing I'm just like oh who gives a shit you know they've already won like they already did everything that they weren't supposed to ever do like my 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 expectations have been met what more the fuck do I want? Exactly. Yeah. You have to buy people party. That's 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 the top of the mountain. You can only go there so many times, you know. Yeah, and yeah, and it was too hard to get there the first time. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, once you live it, you know. And <laughs> for you know me, like, it's all about <laughs> this, this year I think I had the most fun watching football I've had in like 
15 years probably because it was just you didn't care you knew they weren't going to be that good and it was just kind of mayhem every game I mean there was like fights and the defense was good the quarterbacks were complete trash it was fun well hey no that's you mentioned the fights and and obviously you guys are Steelers guys so this is a good this is a good thing to bring up the uh the whole uh what's his name what was his name Mason Rudolph and uh what's the fucking guy's name Miles Garrett Garrett, yeah. So, how do you feel about that? All right, I think this is, you guys are obviously biased, but I would like to hear your opinions. Should he is? Was it okay for him to hit him with that helmet? Uh, I, I mean, no. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but then again, I, I, my bias also tells me that I don't have a problem far as he's pouncy kicking him in his head either. So, <laughs> that's, that's how I know I'm biased, and I really shouldn't have an opinion on this matter. But. <laughs> you know the, the funny thing about that game was I was watching I was watching that game and I think that happened in the second half and during the, oh yeah um, I think the game was over huh? yeah it was yeah. right at the end of the game yeah, during during the intermission they were showing some old clips and they had like Terry Bradshaw getting like suplex or something crazy and I was thinking like damn football used to be real wild back in, back in the day and then I turned the game off and went to sleep and then I woke up the next morning <laughs> and then that's, that's what I saw and I was like well something I guess uh, need to come back around then. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, in the history been... of history of Steelers Browns, that's not even the worst fight that they've had. So, again, like if you YouTube, like Joe Green has, like, there's a video of him on there kicking a Browns player in the nuts, and then like six people jump on him and start kicking him. So <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's been going on forever. Well, I I, I enjoyed it um, for several reasons because. The football fights usually suck. Football fights are usually bad because obviously they're wearing helmets and pads. Except for the last good one that I remember was when uh, Andre Johnson ripped off Cortland Finnegan's helmet and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> that that was a good one. If you don't remember that one, go go to YouTube and find oh, it. Oh, definitely. I mean, it was just a few punches, but it was it was direct and it was nice. Um, but then the other, so so my thing on this Garrett Rudolph thing is like, what do you? I, I mean. If if you get, if a guy's coming after me and I just ripped his helmet off him and I he deserves to get hit with the helmet I think I think Garrett deserved the, the suspension but uh, Rudolph deserved the shot as well I think it was fair all around Yeah oh yeah I, I kind of agree there I kind of agree there <laughs> It's like you can't do it but it really like you didn't have a choice almost you know it's one of those kind of things heat but, of the moment. And, and hopefully it makes Townsend it for... got his shots in. And it, I feel like it was, after it was all over, it was pretty even. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's, how, that's how I felt about it. But. Well, and they need something to make that rivalry competitive. So, yeah. Exactly. All right, fellas. Well, um, so, like, I, guess, I guess if we had a date, we could tell people when this thing is coming out. But we still don't have a date. And that's all right. And I know I'm giving you shit for it, but that's okay, too. So, <laughs> um, but I'm glad you guys are still at it. And I and I really mean that because there's there's there's, I mean there's a few Pennsylvania bands who Pennsylvania seems to be good for this. A few bands who have who have uh, been sticking at it for a while. Um, the three obvious ones in the area, uh, Strike for Reason number one, um, Wisdom and Chains, and you guys are the, the the first three that I think of that for Pennsylvania that have that have kept at it. You know, um, and I think that's very cool. It's a very good company to be in as well. I couldn't agree yeah, more. For sure. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean. Strength still being in the game. That that you know that and being around those guys and playing shows with them, it definitely keeps keeps us charged up and wanting wanting to do it longer and knowing that we can and it's realistic if we just stick with it. So, I mean that that they're you know to be in that company is definitely that's awesome. Yeah, I mean in the in the in the history of of Pennsylvania hardcore, who's who's the longer running band? I mean there there isn't. I don't think there is a longer running band, but the you know. The more significant band, there's you know you might have Mushmouth or something like that, but but you know the, yeah, um, you know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, thanks thanks for taking the time to do this. Steve signed you up for it a year and a half ago. I don't know if I ex- clearly explained <laughs> that when he said he'd be back for episode 122. So uh, this week is episode 122, and here you are, and we did it, so we got it done. And I'm glad that, it, awesome. that there was some delays with the record, so this can be uh, significant. So uh, so yeah. Yeah, thanks for having us on, man. Of course. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank you. All right, guys. Take care. All right. right. See you later. later. See you.
So there you have it. That was my conversation with the Boys of Steel Nation. That song that you heard there at the end is called Too Many Times, and that's all for their upcoming record, The Big Sleep. It'll be out. Nobody knows. Nobody knows when it's coming out, but it's coming out on Knives Out Records. Um, do I keep saying Knives Out? Uh, it's supposed to be Knives Out. Not like the Philadelphia hardcore band. Just It's a record label from France. I think we covered that. Knives Out Records, uh, The Big Sleep, uh, coming to you at an uh, undetermined date, but that's all right. You can wait. Ooh, a little dry throat there. Need a, need another Goose Island to get through this one. Um, <laughs> always a pleasure talking to these guys. Uh, I've known them all for quite a while, as you might have been able to tell. We might have referred to that. I don't know. You know, this conversation happened just yesterday, and I already forgot about it. I'm just kidding. But I'm looking forward to hear what the rest of this record sounds like. I'm sure it's great. Big thanks to all four members of the band for being willing to do the podcast. And thank you for listening. Um, it's, it's, it's nice to get back to a hardcore episode. We, we didn't have one for a while, so it's cool to be talking hardcore again. Um, probably, maybe, all right, at one point it was my favorite genre, but I, I still love the shit and it's, it's good to talk about it, to listen to it. And, uh, so let's end the episode with one more hardcore song. How about, uh, Rat Poison? I believe they're from South Carolina. If it's not South, it's North, but I'm pretty confident that it's South Carolina. Anyway, the band's called Rap Poison. They just put out a new EP called Hypnotized in the 90s. So I'm going to play you the title track off of that. And uh, I want to thank them for sending in their songs, for reaching out uh, about getting their shit played, because that's that's what happens, all right? You ask, I deliver. Here we go. Um, this is Hypnotized in the 90s by Rap Poison. Thank you for listening. Be sure to come back every, uh, every week. Bye-bye. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns